in on your end. Tuesday morning. Hi guys, welcome back. Whatever the hell this is. House West episode 16 or so or something. Uh, you know, racist hate speech coffee. Who wants to pontificate over, you know, racist hateful coffee by themselves? I don't. Well, I don't like to. <laughs> Hi guys, how are you? Did you enjoy the stream last night? I don't know. I was kind of... <laughs> Some harsh uh, realities maybe. I don't know, but... You know, if it's if it's the truth, it's the truth. I mean, logically, I don't know. It's uh, there's some other been some other disturbing developments here over, you know, not so much in Canada, but the United States as well and other other places about uh, hunting down white supremacy and, and all this kind of stuff. And who do you you know, who do you think that's targeted towards? Right. Um, they're formally. They're going for it here. If you don't if, if I don't follow Black Pills channel, I recommend that he's, he's on Telegram as well. U.S. to take steps against white supremacists and militia groups. Oh. <clears throat> Isn't that nice? Um, I just, like I just saw this a second ago. I don't even know. I didn't even read this yet. Uh, Joe Biden's administration on Tuesday unveiled plans to address the threat of violence posed by white supremacists and militias because the capital group. Remember that. Uh, that Reddit po- or that 4chan post that that basically said this is exactly what was going to happen. You know, um, they they keyed everybody up with this QAnon shit to believe, you know, all this stuff and then hoping that they'd flood the Capitol and, and do something. And, and basically nothing happened. No one. The only person that was even killed was uh, was Ashley Babbitt. Right. And a couple of cops, but I, I'm pretty sure they killed it. One of them was shot in the back of the head by someone. And it, like, I think they. uh I think they, they tied up some loose ends there. I don't think uh, any of the any of the you know flag waving American patriots killed any police officers. I would find that very hard to believe. Um, but you know now they're they're rolling everybody up for this, and uh, they're setting the stage for the new war on terror, which is on you. Um, you know, this is you've been taken over. America's been subverted, and it's now in the hands of the enemy. Okay, uh, you're the bad guy now. Um, if you're not, you know, you better come to terms with that real quick. Derek Knights has just bought, just taught 20 special needs individuals to jump, uh, lunge, hip, hinge, and squat. Now secret stream before afternoon leg day with Down syndrome clients. His timeline ain't all bad. No excuses. Yeah. Triangulon. Yeah. I like the, uh, <laughs> get the Aglon over here and whatever, whatever Ryan Dawson wants to name his, his version over there. <laughs> Taiwan, South Korea, Hong Kong, Japan it goes in another diagonal line and they, they meet in Alaska, but you can't cross the streams. You can never cross the streams. Anyway, that's not really what I wanted to talk about so much here is um, some other things. I saw someone, uh, was it Willie Pete? Uh, I can't remember. I'm going through the chat here now. Um, somebody's, uh, somebody's, was it your ex-girlfriend? He said, uh, is she dead? Like, went down from the vaccine? Well, allegedly, because this vaccine is safe and effective and no, one, and no one's getting hurt from that. Um, this is going to be... It's going to come out, okay? Like, this is going to be known to be, a th- like, yeah, obviously, like, the vaccines killed a shitload of people. That's just going to be an unavoidable truth sooner or later, eventually. And uh, they're going to have to come to terms with that. All these people that are on board. It's like, you're just wrong, okay? You're, you're fucking wrong. And um, <laughs> you've contributed to the, the worst uh, situation ever, probably. That historian of Bhattacharya. Or was he, it was a professor somewhere saying this is probably the worst catastrophe on humanity ever in history. 
you know, perpetrated on people. The harm it's done economically, emotionally, spiritually to people is uh, unprecedented. And um, it's awful. You know, I, I just found out this morning I had a, uh, someone I used to be, I, I keep in touch with now and then, but used to be close to in the past. Uh, they tried to uh, kill themselves yesterday. And, uh, you know, they're in hospital right now. And um, it just, it's, it's, we're under attack. Like, it, it's not like, these aren't people that are like ruining their lives with drug addictions and this kind of stuff. It, and, and some of them are, okay. But when you live in a world where it's a hamster wheel, unless you're born rich or born, you know, these, uh, I was watching a movie the other day. Um, what was it called? I can't remember the name of it now, but it was excellent. It was, uh, and there's not very many good movies anymore. It was uh, Joel Edgerton played this weird, creepy kind of bully dude and uh, Jason Bateman and his wife. Can't remember. But anyway, long story short, uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. The people in the movie were like, you know, Jason Bateman's they they can drive in a Mercedes. He's, you know, great house, you know, executive type job. I was like, is this what, is this what like the BLM and these people think that white people live like? Is this what they, when they think white people, is this what they picture? Jason Bateman in a mansion with a Mercedes? Like that is almost no, that is no one I know. No one I know at all. Like that is not most white people. That's not even, you know, some really. So anyway, most people, unless you're, um, you know, you can be lucky. I've seen people bust their ass and work their whole lives and, and do everything right, and they're still nowhere. We're on a hamster wheel, and it's by design. The graduated income tax, like, there's there's so much tax. There's so much. When you can work your hands to nothing and just drive yourself into the ground, and you don't get to enjoy the fruits of your labor at all. People have to work harder and longer now than they ever have in history. Um, the taxes, and they're not going to stop. You've know, got the carbon taxes, and now they're stealing your savings through inflation, through money printing. So again, buy gold and silver, buy land, buy assets, buy get get out of cash. Get the hell out of cash. Is it any wonder why so many people are depressed and upset? Like they don't understand. And that's just, uh, I mean, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But this is my take on it. Like everybody's got their own method of trying to help people with this. You know, the, they keep talking about there's a mental health crisis and there's a, you know, yeah. I think a lot of that is due to the fact that we live in a fantasy world and a lot of people are... How do I put this? I can't remember where I read this. It wasn't my original thought, so I'm not going to pretend I came up with it. But it made a lot of sense, and, and, I'm, and I'm pretty sure it's true. When, when you live in opposition to what you, what you believe is right, when you're, when you're living in a, in, a, in a system or conducting yourself in a certain way that is, you know, you know the antithesis, or it, it doesn't, doesn't jive with who you are as a person. So let's say, uh, you know, you're a good guy, like you're a good per or a woman and you want to help people and you're, you're, you know, you're a you're empathetic, sympathetic person. And then you go out to be, do your job as a police officer and you're arresting pastors and you're doing all this shit and everybody's screaming at you and they hate you. And so you're going to be miserable because that's not, it's not right. And you know, it's not right. And you're doing it anyway. You know, you're doing things that you know are wrong. Um, you're obviously you're going to be miserable. <laughs> it's just, you can't, you have to live true to yourself and, and do the things you believe in and live the way that, you know, is right for you and if you don't do that it's just it's like a fish out of water it's like throwing a horse in a lake it's like this isn't this isn't where it belongs it's not going to enjoy this it's not going to have a good time here um so when you look at all these people i mean people are struggling all over the place 
And uh, it's my opinion that, you know, a lot of the medical, the, 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 the things we have in place are basically just treating the symptoms and not the problem. Take some, take these pills. Uh, you're, yeah, you're, you're depressed or you're, you have anxiety problems. You have this and you have that. Here, take all these pills, which are extremely expensive. I mean, uh, you know, maybe your healthcare plan covers it or your insurance or whatever. Uh, but, the, you know, the pharmaceutical companies are making tons of money and they lobby the doctors to push these pills and shit on people. No one's really, no one wants to pay attention to the fact that, hey, does anybody uh, want to wake up to the fact that we live in a, a sick world? It's insane. Like, why? No wonder everybody's, you know, upset. <laughs> Okay, uh, nothing is the way it should be. Everything is upside down and backwards, and uh, people instinctually can feel this. It's like living on a hamster wheel, and the hamster wheel is covered in barbed wire. Um, so it's not really surprising. Nothing. There's no justice. Nothing's fair. I mean, look at look at look around. Look at the people. Uh, you know, when I was talking to this person earlier about just how, you know, they feel like they deserve this, and you know. I was like, don't focus on what people deserve because what you and I and anyone deserves and then what actually happens in real life is very rarely the same thing. There are people walking around, a lot of them, that deserve bullets to the face. They deserve to be, like, ended. They're just reprehensible human beings. And they live in mansions. And they have private islands. Someone like Jeffrey Epstein, you know? Oh, well, he ended up dead. Yeah, how many, you know how many people for every person like that ends up like Jeffrey Epstein that don't, that live long, uh, you know, comfortable, safe, you know, lives? Most of them. How are the Clintons doing right now? You know what I mean? QAnon said, shut up. No, no, they get, they always get away with it. There's no pun. Like a lot of these people, they never face justice. They never, like this isn't, this world isn't, isn't for you. So my opinion is that, you know, if you understand that, I, I talked to a friend of mine from the military one a little, not too long ago, and he said it helped him. But I mean, maybe that's just it. You have to be like us for that to for that to work. Maybe this mentality, maybe not. But you're under attack. Like this is this is being done to you. You, you don't feel this way because you suck, because it's your fault, because uh, you know you're a bad person. You know they're teaching all these kids to hate themselves, white privilege, and all this kind of shit. What do you think that does to them? Like you're, you're giving them reasons to be upset at themselves and they're not even real reasons. It's made up nonsense. When you, when you can kind of grapple with or start to even see a little bit, you don't have to see the whole picture, but if you can just kind of just squint through the fog and go, is someone shooting at me? Yes. Yes, they are. The system is set up to destroy you. It's doing it on purpose. If you feel shitty and depressed and anxious, that's what they that was the intended point of it all. That's what all of this demoralization and horseshit is for. And they tax the living hell out of whatever they can get away with. They'll take everything from you if they can. And you know, they want you they want you to own nothing. They want a global communist state where you just borrow things from, you know, with permission from the state, of course. The happiness index of people has been declining every decade since since World War II. Every decade, every decade, people are less happy than they used to be. Why is that? Because we're, because we're progressive, right? We're progressing so much. All the wrong people have been in charge for a very long time, and everything's getting exponentially worse. So, you know, that's, that's what I try to tell people is like, listen, like, you feel the way you feel, and, and, you know, that's what's going on in your head, but understand that someone did this to you. Like, re like... <laughs> It was an accident like that. Oh, the world is the way it is. No, 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 no. There's people pulling strings, okay? 
like drag queen story time wasn't just an organic movement that just popped up out of you know uh. and I, I don't realize I'm picking on that more heavily but I mean all of these subversive culturally destructive things that are happening they didn't just all come out of nowhere the military's purging itself the media attacks everything they don't tell the truth they don't you know what I mean At some point, you got to acknowledge, like, okay, this isn't a coincidence anymore. Like, this isn't just people with different opinions. <laughs> this is, like, war, okay? Like, they're just basically, fuck you. Like, we hate you. I mean, I, I, I think it's just ignorance. The, yesterday, I showed the, uh, the flag-draped coffins of that Muslim family as if they're, you know, military heroes. I think it's just stupidity and ignorance that they're like, they deserve that. Like, they have no idea what they're doing. However, consider the demoralization effect of that. Like, everybody in the military that saw that was just like, you know, what a slap in the face. Whatever, it's just a flag. Exactly, isn't it? Means nothing to you, so I guess it never meant anything to any of us, does it? I mean, it's what it used to represent. You used to have to earn that. That wasn't something you just did for anybody. But now, hey, if you're killed in a politically sensitive situation, we'll just treat you like a war hero, and why not? The guys that are in the military right now are insane to be there. I'm sorry, guys. Um, they just are. You don't, uh, you're working for an organization that fucking despises you. It's actively trying to seek out and, and rid itself of white supremacy you know, and I, I use the air quotes because it isn't white super. That's just the that's the uh, the dog whistle they use. Because who likes white supremacy? You know what I mean? They just call it a thing that everyone's going to hate, and then assume, but that's not even what it is. The the racist dog whistle. It, it's still uh, I, it seems to be hopefully it seems to be losing some sting out of out of it, and people don't really give a shit about it as much anymore. Like they've played this card for so long, but uh, you know. Imagine if you just, everything you don't like, you just call it, uh, you know, white supremacy. Oh, that is what they do. And then that justifies them to do whatever they need to do to, to shut that down. Like, uh, you know, here's a mom and a PTA meeting. You guys seen that video going around? Uh, angrily being like, why are, why are you teaching our six-year-olds to, like, masturbate? And, you know, what are you doing? That's white supremacy. She's a white supremacy. And she's white especially, right? So, obviously. It's white supremacy. Like, that's all you have to say. It's literally just like Animal Farm where, you know, they, they break into the mantra. Four legs good, two legs bad. You ever read Animal Farm? George Orwell? When the animals would, and it's like basically a, a metaphor for communism and authoritarianism. The animals overthrow their human overlords, right? Two legs bad, four legs good. And then they take, and then they become the monsters themselves. They look and act more and more human every day. They start wearing clothes. Then they start walking around on two legs. The whole thing, the pigs and the, you know. And when anybody would question this and say, what is going on? They would just start yelling, to, you know, four legs good, two legs bad. Four legs good, two legs bad. And then everyone forgets what the hell the question even was in the first place. So when someone like me goes, hey, um, are you taking advantage of these of this dead Muslim family for political uh, political reasons? Are you using this to use political capital and momentum to force through insane, tyrannical, authoritarian uh, censorship measures? 
And they go, four legs good, two legs bad. White supremacy, white supremacist, racism over here. There's ra- white supremacy. And then everyone argues about if it is or isn't white supremacy and racism. And completely for- and then not paying attention at all to the very valid, correct point that I made that that is exactly what they're doing. They're using dead people to further their political. They don't give a shit about these people at all. They turn it into a spectacle. You know, ease restrictions. Oh, come more in the Muslim family. And all these people, all these virtue signaling idiots that don't care about these people. They don't give a shit. Like these liberals are like, this Muslim family. Oh, you care so much? Hmm. Yeah. Let's read the Quran together. Do you know anything about it? You ever been to a Muslim part of the world? Do you know? Do you speak Arabic? Farsi? Anything? No? Pashtun? No? You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You don't care. You don't know anything about this. Oh, you ate some shawarmas a couple times. So you're... <laughs> they don't care. But they just they just want the social clout and the virtue signaling points. They want people to think they care. Because that's what they're concerned about. Their number one priority is how other people perceive them. They want to be liked. And they need to be accepted by the crowd. Because they're fucking weak. They're weak sheep people. Strong people, like us... Uh, aren't concerned about that. I'm concerned about reality and what's happening and uh, how to navigate that reality in an in a, in effective manner in, so that I don't end up harming myself or others or whatever by making bad decisions based on bad intelligence. So, you know, when you say things like, "Why? what are you doing with this? Are you are you using this tragedy as, as, as a reason? Like the Christchurch shooting in New Zealand, they did the same thing, the gun grab, right? Oh my God, gun ban! Like, wait a minute now. Where, who is this guy? Who is this Christchurch shooter? Why is he in photographs in what appears to be North Korea and in Pakistan and all over the world? Is he a spook? Who is this guy? Where did he, why, how is he live streaming this whole thing? How did no one shut this down? What is with all the weird writing on that? Like, there's so many questions there. And uh, when you go in, are you saying nobody died? White supremacy saying nobody died. White supremacy. It's white supremacy. And they just don't even pay attention to the fact. Like, if they want to do this, if they want to talk about, yeah, we need to get rid of firearms because of the problem, they don't ever actually have an honest conversation about that at all. Because they already know what they want. They want to disarm you again. That's just what it is. They want to disarm the population so they can rule you with an iron fist, period. And by they, I mean, you know, the, the bureaucrats, these globalist billionaires that are running the world and use our politicians as their, you know, errand boys. And they do it willingly. They love it. But you don't get to have an honest conversation about that. They just force the legislation through. They capitalize on the emotional situation, the grief, the, the you know, to get it through. And then anybody that questions it is attacked as someone who just doesn't care about the dead people. You know what I mean? It's very easy. It's very simple. And they've been doing it for a very long time. And now they're doing it again here. They're doing it with the with this Muslim family. And they're going to try and... Ra- and every party's on board. Jagmeet Singh loves it. You know, Canada's the most racist country in the world, according to him. Somehow he's a prominent figure in, the, in a very racist white supremacist country. Where if, if we're white supremacists in Canada, we're very, very bad at it. How did that happen? How did a brown guy with a turban end up as one of our national leaders in a country full of of Nazis? And uh, you know all these members in the in the conservative party and the like. How, how exactly? How is Nahid Nenshi mayor of Calgary in a white supremacy uh, country? How? 
How is Sadiq Khan mayor of London, England, in a white supremacy country? Like, obviously, because it isn't. They take advantage of the empathy and the, you know, the big hearts that Western people have, that whitey has. We want to help and be good guys and be good people. And they took advantage of that and ran right over you with it. And then they're going to rub your nose and, you know, shame on you for not, you know, giving us everything. It's gross. Why did you? Okay, Pumpkin, you sent me this three times. Check Telegram after shitty stuff. Oh, God. Fuck now. <laughs> I don't have anything on Telegram. Interesting. Where? I have no. It's not updating, maybe. Probably because of my. Uh, I'll have to wait till this is over. Um, Kevin, jo yeah, Fogli says, I'm pretty sure Kevin Jones isn't the mayor of Islamabad, right? Um, the, the shit that's going on is just, uh, so, I mean, it's not surprising people are, are upset and having a hard time. Their own, you know, Tommy Robinson's an example of that. What was it? Luton in the UK he's from, his entire town has been converted. It's over, you know, when they say that, uh, it's conspiracy theory. Nobody's replacing you. And then they celebrate that you're being replaced at the same time. It's a majority Muslim town now uh, in, in England, in the United Kingdom. Not, not a couple of migrants, not a couple of immigrants that came and get assimilated and learn to speak English and then start having tea and playing cricket and everything else. Uh, no, that's not what happened. That's what immigration is supposed to be. If I, move to, if I move to Russia, I'm going to learn to speak Russian and act like the Russian people. And, you know, as best I can to fit in because that's the, my adopted home. You don't go into somebody else's home and then start changing the pictures. Or, like, I'm going to go over to your house and then I'm going to take the pictures of your family down and put mine up. And start moving your furniture and shit around. And then if you go, uh, what? excuse me, what are you doing? You're a guest here. You go, shut up. You're a white, white supremacy. White supremacy over here. He's got to know, you know. And then you get thrown out of your own house. <laughs> That's mine now. It's really that simple. That's not how it's supposed to go. That's not how it used to go. You want to immigrate to a place? Go ahead. But, I mean, you, you have to do as they, it's their place, man. I'm not going to go to Saudi Arabia and, you know. I would learn to speak Arabic. I would dress the way that is culturally acceptable there and, you know, conduct myself that way. I would never go live there because that place is a fucking nightmare. Where in Deera Square, they just hack the heads off of people all the time for whatever. Mostly women. Mostly women have their heads hacked off in Deera Square in Saudi Arabia. We're not allowed to talk about that, though, because there's a lot of Saudi money in Canada, especially the Conservative Party. They're especially uh, bought off by the, by the Saudis. Pumpkin. All right, thanks. Lone Star Texan says we're all Palestinians now. Pretty much. And there's nobody on our side. So you're basically, you're made to feel like there's something wrong with you and that, uh, you know, it's your fault. Everything's your fault. So it's not really surprising that so many people have these mental health issues. It's just, uh, it's a sad thing to see somebody like that who just gets so overwhelmed with everything that they decide that uh, they, don't, they just don't want to be alive anymore. And we've lost so many people because of that, for that, for that reason.
and it's going to continue to happen. And the system's answer to that is trust the experts that have been lying to you and making TikTok videos while they pump you full of drugs that essentially make everything worse and not address the fact that, hey, maybe you live in a sick world. Maybe you live in a sick situation. Maybe your soul hurts because you know that none of this is okay. Maybe that's, I mean, I know people that like they drink and they do, and they don't even really know why. They're just like, I just, I feel like shit. Like that's your subconscious telling you something's wrong and, and trying to numb it out. And what, that's what they want you to do, right? No, they never close the liquor stores for any of these lockdowns. Why not? Do you think that's a good idea? This is the same people that care about you. It's about health. This is about health. They do nothing to address the fentanyl coming into this country, which is killing uh, astronomical amounts of people because it's coming in from the Chinese. The Chinese are bringing it in here in organized crime, which has infiltrated the government, which the government uh, is part of and the police are part of. I don't know. I don't even know if the police are in charge anymore. Are they or is or are organized crime cartels in charge? I'm going to have to I'm going to say probably the, the latter. Because of, you know, just judging by how things are, are done around here. You don't want to do anything about that, but you're going to lock people in their homes and tell them not to see their friends and family or their, you know, have their children go anywhere, do anything. But we'll leave the liquor store open in case you want to pound back a 40 inside locked indoors all day, stressing out. About that, that, that will definitely make everything better. Because when you're stressed out and anxious and worried, piling a, you know, a big bucket of alcohol on it, that definitely fixes it. That definitely makes it better. Oh, and lock all the gyms and the beaches and the walking trails and stuff because outside is, you know, COVID will get you. We're under attack. We're being attacked. These are communist, you know, not even com just authority, just bad guy coercion manipulation methods that have been tested and perfected for decades. And now it's being applied to the general public at large. And people are dying all over the place. And people are committing suicide all over the place. I had somebody else messaged me yesterday uh, as a paramedic. And they were like, uh, this is the craziest it's ever I've been. They said they've been doing this for 20 years. I said, this is the craziest it's ever been. By, by far. Attempted suicides, suicides, overdoses, like around the clock. Around the clock. Nobody wants to live like this anymore. And as that, while that's going on, our leaders are off sipping champagne in Europe talking about what a wonderful future we're all going to have. For who? Because we're not going to be here because we're dying. It's so sick. But my point is, when you understand that, that despair, I mean, and this is just, I'm speaking for me personally and some other people that I know that this is, this has helped them. Maybe this isn't the healthiest way to deal with it, but it's fucking kept me alive a pretty goddamn long time. And I've told this, you know, that story before. I, I once, a long, once upon a time, you know, before my kids and before all that, I sat in a, in a port john in the Gagetown training area with a loaded rifle in my mouth for a few minutes. You know what I mean? Like, I've been there, okay? That, that despair and hopelessness will kill you. I've replaced that with fury, with a righteous indignation that these people, what, what the fuck have you done to this place? 
Justin Trudeau, conservative party. Look what you've done. Instead of being, you know, wowsy woo, poopy pants me. Oh, fuck you. It's hopeless. Like, yeah, that it sucks. It's really awful. Right? And what did we say? What was the movie? Uh, Son of Plaid. If you guys haven't seen that, you should check it out. Edgy DTV, his channel. We, we, made, we did a little collaborative effort during lockdown. You know, we all filmed part. Anyway, turn the gun around metaphorically. Stop hating yourself and wanting to destroy yourself and acknowledge that all of this is misery, a, a lot, not all of it. I mean, obviously we're responsible for our own choices and, and, and so on, right? But a lot of this has been done to you. All of the hassle, all the bullshit, you know? Who, and, you know, who's responsible for this? Get angry. You should be angry. And that's why they don't like that. They don't like angry people because angry people tend to want to do something about it. They want depressed people. They want sad people. They want beaten, weak, helpless people. Why are you so angry all the time? That's fucking why. Number one, it keeps me alive. Number two, it's infectious. <laughs> and number three, you should be. What's the, what's, the, uh, what's the proper healthy response to something like this? If it, of course it's anger. That's hate. Good. You should. You should hate the destruction of everything good in the world. You should hate it when, you know, pedophilic monsters are preying upon children. You should hate it when people you trust to run your country and take care of everything and take your money and give it to your enemies, enrich themselves, just steal from you, steal from your children's future, steal from all of us. You should hate that. That is not a thing to tolerate or like or, or be okay with. You should be fucking beside yourself, out of your skin, furious that this is going on. And that's why they need to, that's why, that's hate, that's why, white supremacy over here, why white supremacy? They're, that's their dog whistle, you know? And it, it works, it shuts people up somehow. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Write another anti-hate article, write 10 more, go ahead. It helps me, you know? It gives me more credibility. And you know what? When I have to seek political asylum in the United States, if that's what it comes to, I've got all kinds of evidence. I'm like, look, me having my opinions is going to put me in jail. Okay? That's where they're going with this. <coughs> they're going to try the same in the U.S., but again, a lot of their states, 30 or so, uh, are not on board with this shit. So there's going to be a fight there, I, I imagine. I don't see how there won't be. In Canada, we don't have a single mayor, a single premier, no one anywhere that's on our side. Yeah, they do they do want pushovers, and that that's the whole thing. If you don't and that's why they hide it and obfuscate it. And make it feel like, oh, that's that's just the world. Nobody's robbing you or anything. Remember NAFTA? Jesus Christ, like, I'm just, I'm just, uh, this is just occurring to me now. I remember when this happened in the 90s, I was in school. I was in like, I don't know, sixth grade or something, or I don't know, whatever the hell, whatever, when this was. The North America Free Trade Agreement. And they, we spent days on this in school. And I was like, what is this? I mean, at the time, I'm like, I don't even really understand this. Or, you know, why? The, I mean, the, the, the United States, Canadian, and Mexican Free Trade Agreement, like, and now I know why. 
It was to indoctrinate me because you know what the message was around? NAFTA's great. NAFTA's amazing. NAFTA's awesome. NAFTA, 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 NAFTA. Unbeknownst to me, the adults at the time in the 90s at home, not knowing we were being fucking brainwashed at school, were going, uh, can you not sell out our country, please? Can you not send all of our jobs to Mexico and China and elsewhere? Like, that's kind of shitty. That's kind of shit. Just gutted the American auto industry. Gutted. The steel industry, gutted. Buy. All that, all that went away. It's all in Mexico now. It's all in China now. Right? And we grew up thinking, NAFTA good, NAFTA good. They're not going to tell you the truth because, uh, what did uh, George H.W. Bush? George, George Bush's father. My father. Saddam Hussein tried to kill my father at one time. Georgia. I used to. I used to have him too. Uh, oh, Dora I was a president, the president of America. He said something like, uh, "If the American people knew what we've done," and they said, "You know, this was in this was in supposedly in relation to Iran Contra." But I mean, pick your pick your scandal. Like Iran Contra was a was in a vacuum. Okay, we took your money and we armed terrorists and whatever. Big deal. <laughs> yeah, that is a big deal. He said if the American people knew what we'd be doing, they'd be out for blood. They would be they would hang they would run us down in the streets tomorrow, tomorrow morning, if they knew what was going on. That's why they don't tell you. And they deli- it's a it's a criminal syndicate. The world is run by a criminal syndicate and we're their slaves. I saw somebody else say, like, you know, they lament about how society and the world is broken. It's broken. It's not work. No, no. It, it functions exactly as it's intended to function. This is exactly everything works exactly the way it's supposed to. You're supposed to stay down there, poor and broken, and you're supposed to stay on that hamster wheel forever. Oh, did you get a job promotion? You got a new job? Right on. Your income tax goes up too, by the way. You think you're getting ahead? You're not. You're not. Not really. I mean, when you think about it, the standard of living. I mean, I was a fucking NCO in the military. It was an infantry NCO in the military. The difference between me and a doctor, like an MD, is not that much in living standards. Not really. Because the more money you make, the more taxes you pay. Their, their, their disposable income is not that much better than mine. You know? I mean, it, it, but how much? 20 grand, 30 grand a year? How far does that really go for a doctor, you know, compared to me? I was a fucking grunt in the infantry. You know what I mean? How far do you have to go? You got to go pretty high to get to get above the uh, above the hamster wheel, don't you? And that's what these MPs and these liberals—that's what these politicians wanted. They're making six figures, man. Cabinet ministers are making two hundred fifty thousand dollars, three hundred thousand dollars. Everything's comped, everything's paid for. They all have their pensions. Oh, after six years, they all voted to not have an election because you know they they would lose their pensions. Liberal, conservative, NDP, all of them, all the new MPs, ninety of them in total. Out of how many people are in the house? Three hundred and whatever. So almost a third of them. Stand to lose. So they're all they're all in it. When they say we're all in this together, that's what they mean. They mean them. They're all in it together against you. They have no interest. In, how much money has Doug Ford made? They have no interest in helping any of you. Only so much. Only insofar as that it will be good for them politically in their career. That's what they're focused on first and foremost. The only reason uh, they don't come out here and just spit on you and be like, "Shut up, peasants." Shut the fuck up. I don't care because they would ruin them politically. They have to pretend. They have to make up this, you know, play this facade. They have nothing but contempt for you. And the mask comes off all the time behind closed doors and this stuff leaks out. Henry Kissinger called everyone. You're all a bunch of useless eaters. Got to do something with these useless eaters. Too many people in the world. Get rid of these peasants. That's what he said. 
Jacques Attali, the, the, that guy um, talking about how we should just get everybody to euthanize themselves. There's too many useless people. The 1980s, he was advisor to the economic advisor to the Fran- president of France. <laughs> Got to get rid of all these people. George, uh, uh, Bill Gates and his father, both eugenicists. There's too many people. You got to get rid of all these fucking people. They don't, you're not, you don't exist to them. We're insects. We're not even on the same class of existence. And the, the, the political class we have just sucks up to these people because they need their support to get where they are. If you don't have the support of the system, the, the ruling class, the money, you don't get to win. You just don't go anywhere, okay? They decide who wins. They decide who's successful. They decide who gets to be on TV. They decide who gets to be political because that way they don't lose ever. It doesn't matter who gets elected because they own all of them anyway. They handpick all these people. Aaron O'Toole is there because they're fine with Aaron O'Toole being there. The end. There's a reason, you know. <laughs> yeah, they, ju- they just. Like, look at Ron Paul, okay? It was the, f- the first or second Obama election. I think maybe the first one. I can't remember. I've talked about this a lot, but you need to you need to go you need to go see it for yourself. And it might be on BitChute. It was called How How the Election Was Stolen from Ron Paul or something like that. Ron Paul was more popular than Donald Trump in the beginning. He was selling out state 30, 40,000 people were showing up to see Ron Paul talk. Okay? He was going to universities, go all, all over the place. Everybody loved this guy. Everything he said was like, "Yep, Federal Reserve is completely out of fucking control. That needs to get reined in, if not abolished entirely. All the wars, yeah, stop that. We got to end all that shit. Everybody come back. We have no business. We're, what is, we're not an empire. What are we doing? What are we doing? The guy's a doctor, you know? He was a super based, smart, you know, good guy. And you know what happened? He just didn't get put on TV. This is when I knew, this is when I started getting really suspicious that Trump was, uh, because if he was really anti-establishment, if he was really against, why are they putting him on TV? Why are they allowing this threat to propagate itself? They would just not have him on TV. They own every book, fucking TV station. There's like four or five guys in the world that control every media organization. Did you know that? In the West, like 98% of it is controlled by five guys. They don't want him on TV. He's not on TV. It's easy as that. But they, they couldn't give him enough microphones. That, that wasn't suspicious to you? Ron Paul was silenced entirely. They would say, in first place, for the, for the primaries, we've got Barack Obama. And in third place, we've got Newt Gingrich. And in fourth place, we've got Mitt Romney. Wait, what? It, it literally went one, three, four. And on CNN, they just didn't have a number two. It was Ron Paul. One of the, some of the counties they needed for these primaries, nobody voted. 25,000 people and just no one voted. Huh. So these people now that are just starting to wake up to the fact that like, hey, the election was stolen. These votes, that has been going on for decades, man. Are you just figuring this out now? This happened to Ron Paul way back. He's run for president a couple of times, but he doesn't, he's not part of the system and he doesn't have the backing of these billionaires. He's not going to get on TV and he's not, and they're not going to rig votes for him. They don't want him in charge. He's a threat to their profits. Oh, why would they just kill him? You don't need to kill everybody. That would be kind of suspicious. Wouldn't that raise the alarm? There's just bodies, every single person that says, hey, fuck the system, bang. Yeah, that would be pretty on the nose, wouldn't it? That would, even as dumb as people are, I think they'd even notice that. You don't have to. They can just unperson him. They can just turn him off. Turn him off. And he just goes away. He just disappears. And don't, don't act like, uh, you know, it happens to all of us. 
There was people I used to watch on YouTube regularly. I don't even remember who they are now. I've sometimes I'll come across their shit. I'm like, oh yeah, I fucking remember this guy. What happened to them? They erase them, and then you lose track of them, and you forget all about it. That's just how it works. Which is why I'm on like a million platforms now because it's like that's the only way. You have to be everywhere. Spotify, Apple, TikTok, YouTube, Trovo, and uh, everywhere, 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 Twitch, everywhere. You have to. The website, I mean, it just it, Telegram, Instagram, all the grams, every gram. <laughs> because it's not an honest system. It's controlled by bad people. The whole world is. You think Julian Assange is in jail because we live in a good, honest world? These fucking cutards, too. Julian Assange was pardoned by... No, he's in prison, dying in prison. He's he's probably... I don't even know if... Have you seen him? Have you seen his last few court appearances? The guy is not well. He's... I mean, his brains are scrambled soup by now. Scrambled eggs. His own family is out in the street. His father and other people, like, petitioning, like, please let him go. Biden was in the UK, and they're like, please let our son go. Like, this is insane. And they're not going to. Because he's being made an example of. He got a hold of their secrets and he showed the world and that would, they didn't like that. So now fucking we're going to punish him. As, as, it'd, be, it'd be better if they just killed him, right? No, we're going to let you languish in prison and torture you for decades. He will never get out of jail. Ten years from now, he's still going to be in there. And these QAnon people are going to be like, oh, he's going to get pardoned. No, he's not. You know who Trump did pardon? Jonathan Pollard, the Israeli terrorist who helped steal nuclear secrets. That's who, that's who Trump pardoned. Not Julian Assange. Because we live in a good world of good people. No, we don't. We live in a world of liars and lies. Lies on top of lies. And the more you see, the, the more difficult it becomes. Ignorance truly is bliss. These people that have no idea... They're just, uh, it's crazy how much someone can change. And you don't really notice it as it's happening. But I mean, I, I'm thinking back to the time when I would, uh, you know, I'd go to work, I'd come home on a Thursday night and be like, oh, you know, Leafs game tonight. You know, that was like, I'm a completely different person. Completely. The, the world I'm living in is unrecognizable. It is completely different. And not because it's changed. I mean, it has changed quite a bit in the last year and a half, but even before coronavirus, right? What changed is the information that I've been made aware of, and now you see everything differently, and it's not the same place. It is better to not know anything if you want to be uh, just mindlessly, you know, ignorance is bliss. These people are like, what's the big deal? Wear a mask. Yeah, like they have no idea. They're the sheep. They're from Animal Farm. Ah, four legs good, two legs bad. So the only the only way forward, if you know this stuff and you're like, this is overwhelmingly awful and depressing, you know what I mean? You have to be angry about it. It's It'll keep you going. Spite. That's hate. We need to destroy hate. Yeah, we need to destroy the people that fucking know what you're doing. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I figured. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Opposing endless wars is hate. Hate. Like when, uh, when I first started with this, Ryan Dawson, they called him a hate, he's a hate preacher. He's full of hate. He's like, I'm anti-war. I'm trying to stop the wars. You know, the worst thing in the world is pretty much war. Like it's pretty awful as far as like there's genocide happening in, you know, in Palestine. 
Yeah, he was a bit. He was big on that. He was trying to stop the wars in the Middle East with 9/11 because it was a lie. 9/11 was a lie. So him trying to stop wars makes him a hate preacher. It's fucking insane and it's backwards and anti-hate. By the way, you guys are fucking really dumb. He's a white supremacist. He's a Native American. <laughs> Ryan Dawson is a Native American. You fucking muppets. Jesus Christ. I mean, they know. They, I mean, they probably know. They don't care. They just lie. It's like, oh, shit, we really thought he was a Nazi. No, you just lie. I mean, you probably know that. You can tell by looking at the guy. Eh, but that doesn't suit our purposes because they're just like the politicians that pay them. The politicians pay them to do this kind of thing. Yeah, but means to an end, right? It's more important that we get our messaging out there. Frank Max says, my youngest daughter's school is holding a town hall on Thursday not to debate anything. It's just to announce the fall return to school and also a vaccination clinic on site for all students and parents. <sighs> I don't want to tell people to just homeschool your kids, but I mean, that I mean that's not, you have to make that decision. That's a big decision. That's a lot of work. And not, not everybody can do that. You need both parents home, you know, to do that. Somebody's got to work. Somebody's got to look at, I mean, right? However... School is not your friend. I mean, it wasn't our friend in the 90s. The amount of shit, the amount of things I learned in my school years that was actually relevant is like fucking nothing. Nothing. What I learned was how to socialize and communicate and, and make other kids laugh. That I learned how to do because I got to spend time with them. You can't do that anymore because everything's over Zoom now. <laughs> I developed some social skills, I suppose. Um... I learned how not to talk to women <laughs> via trial and error. Um, but that's basically it. Besides basic reading and writing and, you know, basic peasant level math, nothing I learned in there was relevant at all. And everything I thought I knew, I used to say this all the time, that it, it's worse than knowing nothing. I would rather, I would rather work with someone who doesn't know anything than someone who thinks they do. That grew up in this system and believes all this shit. Because the things you you think you know aren't even true. You're at a deficit. You're not at zero. You're at negative 10. You have to unwind all that bullshit and then start from zero. Well, well I mean, Saddam Hussein, weapons of mass destruction. Shut up. No, no, that, none of that was real. And that, you know, again, why, why are you so angry? Because I've been dealing with these fucking Muppet people my whole life. My entire life. I was the first kid in school to figure out there was no Santa Claus. You know what they called me? Right? I told that story before as well. The teachers chastised me in the classroom in front of the other kids saying that I was, I'm, I'm crazy. They called me crazy. I'm, I'm like seven years old, eight years old or something. And they're like, no. Did anybody ever apologize for that? No, I remember it to this day. It was, it was kind of traumatizing to be a little kid and have an entire room full of people go, you're fucked in the head. Now get re. And the teachers, the adults are on the side of these kids. And I got bullied and fucking shoved it. You know what I mean? How do you fucking think this is Santa Claus? That's been my entire fucking life. And I'm still dealing with it now. You know? Hey, did you know coronavirus isn't really that big of a deal? Re. Uh, you know, it's the same idiots. And because they're idiots, people die all the time. All the time. 
Uh, there are no weapons of mass destruction. That's a lie. That's a lie. So they can remove an unfriendly uh, political figure in that country and advance an agenda f- for the, you know, at the behest of a bunch of rich people. Has nothing to do with you or me. Saddam Hussein is not going to attack America. He does, you know. Re! Okay. Who was right? Where's the nukes? Show me the nukes. Where's the anthrax? Where'd it go? Anybody like we just skipped over it and we're just not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about the fact that the same people in charge now, the same news organizations, the same TV stations, the same fucking, you know, public figures now that trust, trust them that, you know, they went down. They fucking lied about that and millions of people died so they could make money. It's the same people. You think they just changed their ways now? That was a one time thing. Gulf War. They put the babies in the incubators. Didn't happen. Million people dead. Don't even get me into Gaddafi. You think that guy, oh, he's a dictator. We got to get rid of him. Yeah. 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 Right? Same with Syria, Bashar al-Assad. That's, you know, and people are like, this doesn't really make sense. Wait, because it doesn't make sense because it's a lie. It's like, you know. It's like your spouse trying to walk you through where they were Saturday night. And you're like, this doesn't make sense. That's because it's a lie. Someone tells me a story and it's like that. I mean, just logically makes no sense. How did it take you two hours to get from there to there? (laughs) How did, how did all of, wait a minute. How did NORAD, which had a 100% success rating in intercepting hijacked planes in all exercises in the decade prior Miss all of them on the same day. How did that? Ha- oh, what? we got a white supremacist over here. We got a re- racist. Don't ask questions. Just do. Just go. Just do. Anybody going to answer the, any questions about the Las Vegas shooting anytime soon? Nope. Apparently WikiLeaks just dumped a bunch of stuff on that. I kind of want to go into that. Merc. And it uh, it never ends. It's the same people doing the same bullshit, and uh, it's like, how many times do you need to be right? <laughs> you know. Obviously, we're not going to be right about everything every time. Nobody bats a thousand, right? But like, weapons of mass destruction. It, we said it was bullshit. You called us crazy. We were right. You were wrong. Pretty big thing to be wrong about. Back in the day, the Gulf of Tonkin. This is bullshit. It's made up. Oh, no. They were right. You were wrong. It was made up. Millions of people died. 75,000 American casualties, Vietnam War. All, all pointless. For nothing. Complete, you know, means to an end, right? Make money. Because, well, we can't let Vietnam turn communist. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the economic capital, you know, metropolis of Vietnam. God forbid we let that fall to the communist. Oh, where would we be in the world if that? And you know what? It became communist anyway. <laughs> so it was literally, that war was literally pointless. Just like the rest of them. And now, I mean, the, the lies on top of lies and they continue and they never stop. And it's the same people. Like, once you get busted lying a couple of times, you have no credibility. No one can, no one can believe anything you say ever again. But they do. And it's like you have the memory of a goldfish. 
And that's why that's another reason they shuffle political leaders around. It creates the illusion that there's change and there's not. This is like this the reason we have elections still is like uh do you guys know what Blackwater is? The old uh, the mercenary uh, PMC private military company down in the states. They uh got into some trouble, massacred some people in Iraq. And then they uh changed the name of the company to XE. Then they got in trouble again, and then they changed it to Academy with an I. Academy, A-C-A-D-M-E-I. Academy, we're Academy now. They just rebranded. It's the same people. Eric Prince is still in charge. And they keep doing the same shit. They're just changing the paint on the house. Because if it was the same, people would grow tired of it. And go, this guy's got to go. Like Stephen Harper had to go, remember? Gotta get rid of, gotta get Harper out of there. Yeah, I gotta get. Everyone, the reason Justin Trudeau got in because everyone wanted Harper out because the same shit he sold us out to China, man. He sold our fucking resources to China. He sold that FIPA agreement to Chinese. I'll tell you another story about Stephen Harper. There was I I don't know how many two two British or two American and one British or one American. I can't remember the ratio wrote books about Afghanistan and three different senior officers talked about how they basically begged Ottawa to give them that AO that area of operations that we were, we were in because there was like 300 Canadian troops on the ground in an area, the size of fucking Prince Edward Island that we were trying to police and keep under control. It was just whack-a-mole. We could never be in every place at once. We'd leave one place, go to another place, have to de- and then go back and back and back, and keep everybody keeps getting blown the fuck up. We didn't have the manpower to, to do this effectively. You would have needed 10,000 men for that place, and we had fucking not even 500, right? And what did Stephen Harper do? No, we're going to keep it. This, the Harper government liked the optics of being a, a war prime minister, you know, made them feel important, made them look important. It was, it was raising Canada's clout on the world stage. Made us feel more. Really? Was that worth the blood of my friends, was it, Stephen? Don't you know? Then you get Justin Trudeau, and now the same thing is that we got to get Justin out of there. Yeah, right. Vote Justin out, and then who's going to take his place? Another sycophant, another puppet. It's going to make no fucking difference. The migrations will continue. The UN agenda will continue. The gun confiscations will continue. The carbon taxes will continue. The the fucking organized crime syndicates, the inflation, the money printing, all of it will continue. The displacing the population will continue. Won't make any difference. But you'll feel like it's different because they changed the paint. They rebranded. So you'll think, oh, it's different now. It's not. It's an illusion for stupid people. They all go hang out with each other, for Christ's sake. Davos, D-A-V-O-S, go check out what that is. Every year. Bilderberg, go check that out. What's that? The World Economic Forum, what's that about? Fucking Bohemian Grove, even, if you want to go there. All these people that are supposedly enemies, political enemies, they all go hang out together behind closed doors in secret. And you're not allowed to know what they talk about. No one knows what goes on at the, Bilder- the Bilderberg Minutes and media. There's armed security there. They'll fucking shoot you. Dan Dix has tried to get in there a few times. He's another uh, Canadian guy, uh, uh, independent um, journalist out in Vancouver. The cha- armed guards chased him away a couple of times. What do you think's going on in there? They're talking about how to better, how to make your lives better. All the, all the big shots of uh, tech companies, oil, energy industry, Silicon Valley, world leaders. 
billionaire bankers, they're all just hanging out behind closed doors in secret to talk about how to make your lives better. You, are you really? Are you sure? Is that what you believe? Frank Max says, fuck, I literally just got a text saying that an acquaintance from high school jumped off his balcony this weekend. There's a widespread mental health emergency and these people are culpable. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like they're killing people. But because they're not in your face, you know, beating you, there's not a man in your house punching you in the face trying to stab your wife. They're like, no, I'm not under attack. It doesn't have to be that way. There's lots of different ways. You know how the, um, how government, like uh, intelligence agencies and, and stuff, you know how they like to assassinate people? The best way to do it is to make it look like a suicide, obviously, right? That's the, that's the, the easiest way to muddy the waters. You can't just walk up and blow people away. And like, KGB have to do this. The KGB is here and we will gun you down in the street. That's pre- pretty obvious, you know? I also think we're at war. I think there's a war going on right now. Feel free to fact check any of this. Two gas plants in Russia just blew up yesterday. A grease plant in the United States blew up yesterday. The oil pipeline that was hacked and shut down. All the meat processing plants are being hacked and shut down. Iran's biggest ship in the Navy was sunk a couple weeks ago. A couple of things in Iran have blown. What is going on? There's a covert war going on somewhere that we're not in on, that we're not privy to. What is that about? Things don't just keep exploding. Like critical infrastructure all over the place. Is, that's just happening. Like, are the Chinese softening us up? And are they purging our military? And they've got our bought-off political prostitutes to just sit there and keep everybody calm while the fucking doctor goes around injecting everybody with the lethal injection, you know? Everybody remain calm. Like the Nazis that would just calm everybody down on the trains, you know? We're taking you to a vacation spot. Everybody relax. You don't want to fight openly. That's the worst. If you can, if you can, get, if you can destroy people this way, we're being crippled by someone. Is it the Chinese? Is it the bankers? Is it who knows what it is? I don't know, but it's happening. And that's the same kind of thing that's happening. It's covert. It's covert. You can't be sure. Like I feel like I'm under. Like how many people feel psychologically abused and under attack the last couple of years? <laughs> Raise your hands. Because you are, man. They're doing things that are that are killing people, and you know their suicides are. It's completely out of control. It's being covered up. It's not, it's not being reported or talked about. They want to talk about the deaths, and we're trying to save people's lives. These ignoramuses are too stupid and selfish to look any of this up, to look into this, because it doesn't affect them personally. So therefore, everything's fine, and they care about people. They're the ones that care the most. They care so much that they can't be bothered to look into it. And all of the suffering of all of these people, all the suicides and the business losses and the you know work losses and you know all the children's mental health crisis, all, all of that, they, they care so much that they're just going to ignore all that and not pay any attention to it at all because they care so much and they're trying to save lives. Like Jagmeet said, these right-wing people just don't care about other people. What everything they say is the opposite. Whatever, whatever comes out of Justin Trudeau's mouth, the opposite is true. Whatever comes out of Jagmeet Singh's mouth, the opposite is true. He's a walking contradiction. I'm a man of the people. Nice suit in Rolex and BMW. You're a fucking terrorist, by the way. How come you can't go to the States or India or Pakistan? What's that about? 
Can't travel to those places. It's weird. It's going to be awkward for you if you're. There's a reason for that. So it doesn't. I mean, there's lots of different ways to fight wars, and the, the Chinese actually wrote a doctrine about this. Is it the uh, full spectrum warfare, or what is it called? No limits warfare. I don't know. The goal is to destroy your enemy. And however you go about that is up to you. It doesn't have to be tanks and helicopters and bombs. If you can just get them all to kill themselves, good enough. That works for me. They're gone, aren't they? We won. As if if it's a mystery. All these people in charge, as if it's a mystery that all this is happening. The skyrocketing poverty, the fucking inflation... The overdosing, the deaths, the suicides, the misery. Yeah, they're just oblivious to all this. They care so much. They Oh, they do. They really do. That's why they're going to hit you with more carbon taxes because green economy or something. Platitudes that don't make sense. A green future with opportunities for Canadians. What the fuck does that mean? It doesn't mean anything. He's an actor. You know, it's a difference of like how I'm speaking and how he's speaking. I'm not acting. I'm talking. I'm talking to people. He's acting. He's reading a script that he rehearsed. No one takes to a stage and moves their head and speaks in inflections in this manner and uses power gestures like this one when they're just genuinely speaking from the heart. This is a rehearsed production this is entertainment this more closely resembles something you would see in a movie because we're hypnotizing you and we want you to stay asleep that's why they talk that way that's why you don't see any real fucking human beings say anything resembling common sense anymore and that's how easy it is to get somebody like trump in all you got to do is say something close to normal and they'll go, oh, my God, is he a normal person? That's how easy. That's how desperate people are. They sell out so fast. Pumpkins post a picture of grade six, Jeremy. I don't have grade six. I don't have any old pictures. I was a dweeb. <laughs> I was a little dork. Kaiva M. Rich says Bilderberg happened down the street from the G7 this year. See, like, I'm sure those weren't related, right? <sighs> anyway, just ranting about all, all the, you know, the stuff, all the things. And, um. That's my mental health advice. Somebody else said this, you know, don't let the assholes get you down. Like, you're, you're, they're doing it to you. They, they laugh at you. Every time one of, our, one of our people commits suicide, they think it's funny. They're like, good, good. Another useless eater is gone. Ha ha ha. That's another person that will never have children. There'll be no more of them. That genetic line, that entire, the story of that family is over now. You know, if they don't have any other siblings or kids, you know. Imagine being an only child and your kid kills himself, like, and you're, you know, the parents are in their 60s. Like, that's it. That's the end of your entire family going back forever, thousands of years. Thousands of years of people had to struggle and survive and fight to make you where you are right now. Because before you, there was your parents and their parents and their parents and their parents, and it goes back and back and back, and it's over now. There's no more. It ends. It's done. That entire line of DNA and all of its experiences, and it's over. That's it. That's all she wrote. I can think of some genetic lines that that would be a, you know, that'd be an improvement. 
that would be that we could definitely do without. Like Jeffrey Epstein's. I can say that because he's dead already. <laughs> you can't incite violence to someone that's dead already. We should get an angry mob and go down there and fucking murder Jeffrey Epstein. He's already dead. <laughs> Technically not illegal. How do you, you can't make death threats against someone that's dead, can you? We should fucking murder Pierre Trudeau. He died a long time ago. Oh. <laughs> you know. And these poor people, man. I just it's being done to you. You live in a world that, you know, you're not appreciated or wanted in. And they're attacking you and they like it. They want to see you they want to see you fail. And they want to see you hurt and uh that's how that's how I that's how I do it and that's how I tell other people to do it. When you when you start to feel that way, uh, you're getting overwhelmed and you're depressed and anxious and you're like, it's, you know, when you, once you get there, try as hard as it is to remember that somewhere someone is laughing at you and they're like, ha ha, got you, got you. If that doesn't fucking make you mad, I don't know what will. Everything you're feeling and experiencing like that, that was intentional. The world you're living in is sick and that, that is the intended effect. And if you're that fucking mad, you know, nobody, nobody, nobody gets into a furious rage you know, add an injustice and then commit suicide. I don't, does that ever happen? You know, maybe if it's like crippled their lives and destroyed them forever, but someone broke into your house and stole all your shit and you go, ah, oh, fuck it. Oh, well, bang. <laughs> You'd be mad. Like who the fuck stole my shit? Motherfucker. I'm going to find you and I'm going to break your fucking teeth. I am, you know, that's what, that's, that's the attitude we should be having. Instead of this despair, there's nothing you can do about it. Well, you know who doesn't give a shit? Doug Ford. Doug Ford, Brian Pallister, any of them. Francois Legault, Jason Kenney doesn't care about you. Doesn't care. Not at all concerned. If they were, they would act differently. Your actions say everything. Words are meaningless. They can say whatever they want, but what are they doing? They've been uh, torturing and punishing us all for quite a long time. Based on nothing. And they're either too scared to admit reality and look at the facts and be a fucking grown-up, or they're in on it. Or they're being paid to. Or they're just look they're, that's another thing. They're they're so comfortable, it's it's just easier to look the other way. They don't want to rock the boat and lose their job and risk being, you know, deposed and fired or relieved of command, as it were. And they're like, yeah, but I'm making three hundred thousand dollars. I got a nice, I mean, whatever. Somebody else will probably fix it. I don't have to do anything. I'll just, whatever. This will resolve itself on its own sooner or later. That's, their, that's all their attitudes. Fuck. I just, um, I don't know. And I, I talked about this last night. Like, they do, they do things to us and we complain. It's like a weird kind of mind control. Like there's, I don't know what they could, I don't know what they could do to us that people wouldn't put up with at this point. They basically get away with everything. There's never any justice. There's never, when the, when the, when the bail, the banker bailouts happened in 0809, again, printed a pile of money to bail themselves out. And the American taxpayer incurred that cost. Nobody went to jail. Nobody went to jail. They stole fortunes from the American taxpayer. 
and nobody went to jail. No one. One guy, one mid-level nobody went to jail. This was a glo- I mean, there were thousands of people, like nobody. Bankers don't go to jail. Politicians don't go to jail. Nothing happens to these people. They only kill the good ones. Jack and Bobby Kennedy, dead. JFK Jr., dead. Shot Ronald Reagan. <laughs> Tried to get rid of him. Straightened out after that. Can you imagine? He just gets, wakes up in the hospital. George Bush is there, senior. Listen, Ronald. You're going to straighten out your act, or next time it's going to be a headshot. This was a warning. Fuck, he was creepy. <laughs> George H.W. Bush. Pastors go to jail. Yeah, Nancy Graham on YouTube. Mayoral candidates trying to change things go to jail. Maxime Bernier goes to jail. And that's just, I mean, the attitude, right? They focus on the immediate. There's no long-term big picture thinking anymore. No one can, big, you know, they just look at right what's right in front of them. I don't see anything wrong with this. Well, because your face is buried in it like you're an idiot. Get, get away, back up. Why is it a bit, why is it insane that Maxime Bernier got arrested? Well, because he's a political candidate. He's a political leader of a political party in this country, a federally recognized political party. He was almost very nearly the leader of the conservative party. He has been a sitting MP for 20 some years. Like he's been, a, he's been foreign affairs minister. He's been all kinds of things. He's a prominent political. He's not some whack job that just popped out of the woods yesterday. Maxime Bernier was involved in the government for a long time. He was in Harper's cabinet. Okay. He's not just some dude. And he got arrested for talking to like nine people in a park. Well, the rules aren't any different for him. Anyway. Oh, really? Because Justin Trudeau marched around with thousands of, thousands of people. Violated his own public health orders. He's doing it right now overseas. And is he back now? He's not, he's not self-isolating when he gets back either because he doesn't have to. Because he's important. They wear masks for the cameras and then take them off. Yes, the rules are different. Absolutely. Obviously. How many of these people, how many of these people, Jagmeet Singh, shouldn't he be arrested and fined just like Bernier? He broke the rules too, but he said, sorry. Can Maxime Bernier just be like, oh, sorry. And they'll just let him go. Yeah, you don't get it. Never mind. Can Randy Hillier do that? Oh, sorry. Whoops. Never mind. Oh, okay. He said, sorry. Never mind. Never mind all the tickets. Mark Friesen. Can he just say, sorry? Sorry. I didn't. Never mind. Okay. Turn, give it. Never mind. Sorry about the tickets. No. There's rules for the ruling class, which are whatever they want. And then there's ones for you. If you're not on the team, you're the enemy. Like the Carlin, uh, you know, one I played last night. It's the big club and you're not in it, man. <sighs> I don't know. But, uh, you know, the attitudes have got to change, I guess, somehow. I don't know how to do that. I'm just... Uh, pontificating over racist hateful coffee you know um i was thinking about that you know people everybody wants the solution well what do we do what do we do you're asking you're asking like what do we do about a problem that people have been trying to figure out for a hundred years this this system that we have now and the families in charge have been here for a hundred years since before the first world war they've been pulling this shit off 
you know, I'm, I'm, if I think of something, I'll let you know. <laughs> you know, if we all put our heads together, maybe somebody can come up with something, but I'm pretty sure that doing the same things we've always done, uh, are not going to yield good results. Again, going back to the war in Iraq and Afghanistan and all this, a million people, and I keep saying this because I don't know how many people haven't heard this. You can go look and find pictures. There's still pictures floating around on the internet, and you'll be like, holy shit. A million people with an M, like seven figures, protested in Washington, D.C. Similar numbers in Trafalgar Square in the U.K. People did not want this war. Every, way too many people knew that this was horse shit. Like, a lot of people. It was a very controversial thing at the time. And they played the whole, well, if you're, if you're not with us, then you're with the terrorists. If you don't support America, you're with the terrorists. What? No, wait, what? No one is supporting terrorism. We're saying, uh, yeah, obviously we want, obviously we want the people that did this to fucking die. Obviously, right? When did that change, you know? <laughs> Isn't it crazy how things have just changed in 20 short years? Back then, it was like, we're going to fucking burn down the Middle East because Islamic terrorists, that was the narrative the government gave you, right? Islamic terrorists have attacked America because they hate our freedom. They hate our way of life. And they hate the American people. Do <laughs> you imagine somebody saying that now? Re white supremacy! They've got the memory of a goldfish. They don't remember what happened yesterday. They don't know what they're doing tomorrow. It's instant... Click, 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 like, 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 internet, now, 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 instant gratification. They're like, they're idiots. They're literally like, they're just chickens running around. That's most people. They have no fucking idea what's going on. They have no appreciation for, of any of this stuff. You're either with us or you're with the terrorists. Obviously, when that happened and the buildings caught fire, blew up, and people are jumping to their fucking death, people jumped to their death on live TV. I was saying this the other night. Or last night, you know, these fucking, these fucking weak ass motherfuckers, these people under, you know, young people like, I'm scared of Corona. Nobody even had to die. At least in my day, it, you know, when I, when we got false flagged, fucking thousands of people were burned alive on television, crushed in, a, in falling, cops, firemen crushed to their fucking death. People jumping off of buildings on live TV, you watch them ah, fall to their death. It was horrifying. It was crazy shit. I watched the second plane blob live on TV. Live on TV. And these people are freaking the fuck out over the flu. Jesus Christ. You know, at least there was an actual reason to be afraid then. We're like, oh, fuck, are there terrorists everywhere? What the fuck is going on? You know, yeah, it didn't even matter. But, but when that happened, we all saw that and we're like, whoever did this is dead. They are fucking done. You know, that was obviously, no one disagreed with that. Is that, is that okay, anti-hate? Because we were all pretty hateful, pretty angry that a bunch of innocent people were just blown the fuck up. They didn't have, it wasn't the Japanese attacking Pearl Harbor. At least they attacked a military installation. That's not what happened, you know? Bunch of people just going about their day, fucking that's it. All these cops and firemen, you know, horrible. Is that, is that, is that inappropriate to be angry about that and want revenge and want, you know, justice to be served here and and to stop these people from doing it again because if they did it before if we don't go out there and find these people and fucking destroy them why wouldn't they do it again why wouldn't they keep doing it clearly they've got some issues with us you know but it's important to find out who that is who did this and why and we never got to that did we 
The government just told you, ah, we're doing this now. And a bunch of people went, wait a minute, this doesn't make sense. We're all on the same, pe- we, we're on the same team. We want to fucking destroy these people, but I want to be sure we're destroying the right people. Because otherwise that's horrible. I'm not just going to go run through a country and bayonet a bunch of people that have nothing to do with any, like that's, that's crazy, right? That's just patently insane. Can't we at least slow down and take the time? They're not going anywhere. I mean, we're the fucking United States of America. What are we, are we in imminent day? Like, okay, you know, that's like, you know, that's like somebody walked up and like bitch slapped, you know, Chuck Liddell in his prime and the doors are all locked. He's like, I don't know who did that just now, but you're going to get, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to get to the bottom of this, (laughs) you know, where are they going to go? Leave the planet. What's the hurry? Let's figure out who did. Nah, there was a big hurry, right? Because that's how it works. They capitalize on the emotional uh, investment of everybody because they're impatient. They want things done now, 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 now. And they take advantage of that. And they made a ton of money and they destroyed all of the Israeli enemies. Oh, did I say that out loud? All of them, all of the Israelis' enemies got all got uh, just murked. All of them, one at a time. That General Wesley Clark, you know, with that piece of paper, says here we're going to take out seven countries in five years. Took took a lot longer than five years, but they nailed all of every country on that list. Finishing off lastly with Iran, and they're working on Iran right now. You think that's a coincidence? So you know. Just asking questions makes you the enemy. When, that, that's how you know. That's how you know for sure something fucked up is going on. Because if you're the person telling the lie, you don't want people asking questions, do you? If you're lying to someone, are, are you going to tolerate investigate? Like, you know, what's the saying? The truth doesn't fear investigation. If you're trying to get to the truth just like we are, why are you stopping people from asking questions? Why are you asking questions? Gabriel Wartman, Nova Scotia, RCMP. No more questions. No more questions. Everybody shut up and go home. That's very suspicious. This Veltman kid. Publication ban. No more questions. No more. Uh, no, no, no. No, we're just going to ban the internet. We're banned. We're, everybody, we're banned. We're going to control the internet now because reasons. Anybody that has a problem with that or I ask questions, you're with it. You're the bad. You're with them. You're the bad guy. You're the problem. Anybody wants to know why we're, what, what do you mean? Why are we invading Iraq and Afghanistan? What do you mean? What are they, are you with, you're with the terrorists. You are, you're bad. White supremacy, whatever, right? Dog whistle time. That's very suspicious. I mean, like if you're a, a cop investigating a murder, guy's wife is dead. And you're like, uh, so, uh, where were you today? Where were you tonight? Oh, what are you saying? What are you with the murderers now? Oh, the police fucking probably murder. The police are with the murderers, everybody. The police want the murderers to never be caught. I I was just asking you a question. Very, very suspicious, wouldn't you say? World's run by bad people. Period. It's not surprising people feel like shit. So... Whatever it's worth to you, <laughs> uh, that's what I do. I turn it around and say, okay, well, out of spite, I'm not, I'm not going anywhere. Uh, fuck these people. I hate them. Um, and that's what I use for motivation. That's what keeps me going. My um, absolute bottomless loathing 
of these scumbag criminals, psychopaths. They're very real. They exist. This shit affects you. I don't like, I mean, whatever you got to do, we're all built differently. We've all got different reasons. We've all got our, our you know, different motivations and things we want to do and not do. But me personally, I'm not the type of person, go, just go live your life and ignore all this shit. I, I, I tried that. Then I ended up in the, in the military because that's, and then I ended up in a war that had nothing to do with anybody or anything. And I nearly got killed. I'm all fucked up now. I got all these injuries and problems. I'm deaf in one year. My brain's all fucked up. All, a bunch of my friends are killed and all that. Yeah, it definitely does affect you. The things these people do definitely affect you. Because if there was no 9-11, that never would have happened. I'd probably still be in the military. I would have never been in Afghanistan. And all of these guys would still be alive. Chris Stanix would still be alive. Kevin Kennedy would still be alive. Donnie, Dave, Brent, all, all these guys would still be alive. Aaron, they'd all still be alive. My other friend, Kevin McGinney, would still be alive. They don't, you know? It affects you. It matters. It does matter. This whole fucking, oh, why do you even pay attention to that for? Um, that's why you coward. There's an old Roman or Greek philosopher. I can't remember which one. It says, uh, you know, basically, uh, well, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just mashing things together now. But you can ignore politics, but politics is not going to ignore you. You can pretend you know, you're not going to get it, but it's going to affect you one way or another. And what they said is if not not caring and not being involved is consenting to being ruled over by your inferiors. Sitting there and saying nothing and doing nothing is consent. Silence is consent. Your refusal to participate in the national conversation, in politics, in, in what's happening in the world is consenting that you're okay with what's going on. You can't, you're, you're fine with it, whatever. So I don't want to hear from those people. I'm not okay with this. I don't fucking vote because there's no point. It's, it's not real. It's consent. I'm not going to consent to a crooked system and I'm not going to sit here and be quiet and consent to this. That this is okay. I'm doing, oh, just never mind. Just forget about it. Yeah, no, Justin Trudeau's a good guy. The government's good people. The media's not lying and causing irreparable harm. The police aren't abusing people. No, none of that's happening. I'm fine with all that stuff. I'm so fine with it. I'm not even going to fucking say anything. Never mind do anything. People can't even bother to say anything out, out loud. You can't even say anything. That means then you consent to it. You consent to being ruled by your inferiors. People, you know, beneath you. And absolutely, I believe that to be true. Jagmeet Singh, Justin Trudeau, Aaron O'Toole, all of these, these people are beneath all of us. They prove it every day, all the time, by their actions and by their non-actions, by the things they don't say. Like all the shit I just talked about, which is readily apparent to every honest man in the world. And they just... Mm, eh. But I like... But me... But me and my, me, me, and my, and me, and I, and me, me, me. Fuck these people. Anyway, I'm just rambling on about nothing now. I just, uh, sometimes I like to come in here and hang out with you guys. I guess it's lagging out of control anyway. For somebody. Anyway. Why don't we even title this after the fact? I'm going to upload it here in a minute. But um, again, thanks, guys. I'll be back tomorrow evening. Agecast 139. Until they, uh, you know, ban me forever. Make everything illegal. 
RagingDissident.tv is the website. T.me slash RagingDissident is the Telegram channel. All the links will be in the description boxes or whatever. Link, uh, every link for everything is on Linktree. Linktr.ee slash RagingDissident. All the links to everything, you know, related to my fucking, you know, mental illness are all on there. So that, that saves time. And then uh, Instagram at jmaxf74, etc. and so on. So, uh, you know, turn the gun around. Don't hate yourself. Don't get mad at yourself. Don't punish yourself. These motherfuckers are the ones who deserve your, uh, your contempt. All right? I'll see you next time.